Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Amanda Bell. Um, Good morning. We're beginning today where Jamie left us off yesterday. So Peter has travelled from Joppa, from the house of Simon the Tanner, having had this vision from God that he should not call anyone impure or unclean to meet Cornelius, the Gentile soldier who has also had a vision. So here they all are, gathered together in the presence of God to listen to what has been revealed to Peter. And we already know that this meeting is groundbreaking because it has been so clearly engineered by the Holy Spirit and it has been engineered to bring together what had been separate. That's the meaning of Peter's vision. Cornelius tells his story and Peter responds in verse 34. I now realise how true it is that God does not show favouritism but accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right. And that is the work of the gospel what Paul describes in 2 Corinthians 5 as the ministry of reconciliation, that God has reconciled us to himself through Christ and we have become his ambassadors to reconcile the world to Christ. And through this same ministry of reconciliation, we are also reconciled to one another. This is what Peter realises in verse 36. You know the message God sent to the people of Israel, announcing the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. The Greek word for peace takes on the Hebrew meaning of shalom, and it means far more than an absence of hostility. It means wholeness, it means soundness, it means harmony and concord between people, it means a restoration of brokenness. It means living under the favour of God. The good news this morning and every day is that we have peace with God through Jesus. Jesus' death on the cross reconciled you to God. He made peace and you have received that peace as a gift. And we are all commissioned to be peacemakers, to lead others to peace with God, to bring peace into our homes, our places of work, our community, our nation. But to do that, we need revelation of who Jesus is. We need to encounter his grace. And Peter was devoutly Jewish. We saw that yesterday. And that meant that he loved his God and he loved his race. And he's fiery. This is the man who cut off the ear of the soldier in the garden that came to arrest Jesus. But the Peter we see here is seeking to be humbly obedient to God. And he's ended up in Joppa at the house of Simon the Tanner. And we know this because it's not mentioned once or twice, but three times. And I've learned that when I read the Bible, if something is mentioned more than once, there's usually a reason why. And Simon was a tanner. And it isn't uncommon in the Bible to distinguish people by their trade. But the fact that he is a tanner is really significant here. Tanners worked with the carcasses of dead animals, which Jews did not touch. It would have been an unclean trade, according to the ceremonial Jewish law. Before Simon could even hear the Torah read in the synagogue, he would have had to have washed himself thoroughly. His trade would have made him an unclean outsider within his community. So Peter is already living somewhere where he is confronted by the unclean every day. He has been completely set up by God. It's not just unclean distinctions between food, but more importantly, between people. Peter learned from his vision on the housetop in Joppa that God rules no one out of his favour, 
not just on the basis of race or ethnic origin, but any cultural distinctives or physical distinctives. That means those our society considers unclean today. The refugees, the prisoners, the addicts, the homeless, the disabled, even those we consider our enemies. Jesus is truly the Prince of Peace. And it's an old lesson in the Bible. 800 years before Peter left Joppa in obedience to God, another man of God fled Joppa in disobedience to God. Jonah fled from God at Joppa, he of swallowed by a whale fame. And the reason Jonah fled from God at Joppa was because he didn't believe in the ministry of reconciliation, that God is a God of grace, a God of all peoples, a merciful God and a missional God. Tim Keller writes that Jonah's particular national identity was more foundational to his self-worth than his role as a servant of the God of all the nations. Our God is a missionary God, but because Jonah didn't grasp the gospel of grace in his own life, he was a terrible missionary. Jonah's nationalistic Jewish pride was a stopper to God's grace. At some point in our lives, we will be confronted by a Jopper junction. These are the places where our habits, our upbringings, our usually unconscious, learned prejudices will make obedience to God hard. Like Peter, we need to open up our lives to people who are different from us. These people show us God's transforming power. Simon the Tanner was someone like this to Peter, and so was Cornelius the soldier. And unlike Jonah, who had to get swallowed by a whale... Peter allows his mind to be renewed by the truth of who Jesus is, the bringer of peace who reconciles the whole world to God through the forgiveness of sins on the cross. He becomes Peter the Apostle first and Peter the Jew second. He puts aside his human identity to put on his heavenly identity. And when he does that, there's a part of himself that actually that has to die. And Jesus uses him in extraordinary ways. If we are truly to be ambassadors for God and bring the ministry of reconciliation to this wounded world, then we need to allow him to confront our prejudices, not to condemn us for them, but to set us free, to restore us to wholeness. He is truly the God of grace, the merciful God and the missional God who loves Peter, who loves Cornelius, who loves Simon the Tanner, who loves you, who loves me, who loves all peoples of the world. The gospel is truly good news for all. And our final verse today is this reminder of who Jesus is in verse 38. Anointed by the Holy Spirit and with power to do good, to heal, to set free because God was with him. That is our mission too. We are anointed by the same spirit. And that same spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon us now. Setting us free and commissioning us to go and bring good news of peace just like Peter. And we're going to pray now to be filled with the Holy Spirit and that we would know God's peace for ourselves, his healing and transformative power. And through encountering that, through encountering his grace, we would be filled to overflow, to go and carry that peace to the broken, the outcast, the hurting, those who the world sees as unclean. Thanks, Amanda. Well, today we prayed for ourselves coming out of that talk. We prayed that... um, Knowing that God is the one who gives us the ministry of reconciliation, we're praying for ourselves that we would be filled with the Spirit, that we'd be walking with God, that we'd be following in the way he leads us. And in particular, we pray that God would open up opportunities for us to share him and talk about him and 
See, the example in the passage was around Jesus doing good, healing the sick, because he was anointed and because God was with him. And that's what we pray for ourselves, that God would open up those opportunities for ministry because he is with us. So I'd encourage you to pray for those things today.